Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lord, we love you. We bless your name. We honor you. We exalt you. Oh, how excellent is your name in all the earth. We praise you. We thank you. Lord, there is none like you. We worship you and magnify you for another opportunity, God. To say, Father, forgive us of all sin. Wash us white as snow from transgression and iniquity, O God. Thank you for your word that you have given us transform our minds so that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of you, O God. We thank you, Lord, that we don't have to be conformed to this world's way of doing things, God, because you have already begun your work in us. We thank you for choosing us from the foundation of the world, O God, making us whole, making us new, making us right in your eyes, God. We thank you, Father. But this is another day that you have made, and we can rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, God, that this is the day that we can say, Lord, we love you, and we thank you for loving us enough to choose us for such a time as this, to choose us, to speak your gospel, for choosing us to be the men and women of valor and virtue that you have called us to be. We thank you that you have given us a weapon called prayer, oh God, so that we can guard our spirit, guard our minds, protect our families, protect the land that you have blessed us with, oh God, so that we will know that we have a relationship with you, oh God, when we come to your throne of grace and you talk to us, Father, and we're not just having a monologue and telling you how we feel and telling you what we need, God, but we can wait patiently on you and you answer us in Jesus' name. You respond to the questions that we have, oh God. You respond to the desires of our heart, especially when they line up with your word, God. We even thank you for the no's and the weights that you tell us, Father God, because we know that something better, something greater, something more magnificent is on the way because your ways are not our ways. Your thoughts are not our thoughts, God. And your blessings are far more than what we could ask or think, even when we know we think we know what we want, God. So we bless your name for telling us to wait, God, that you can prepare us, groom us, mold us, make us, shape us after your will, Father God so that you can make us who we need to be to receive what you have in store for us in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, God, for the no when we need to say no to us, God, because we may not be ready for it in Jesus' name. We may not need what we have asked for in Jesus' name. 
Lord, I even thank you for the yeses, for the things that we beg you for, that we keep persistently asking you for so that we can see that we were not ready for it, oh God, so that we can see we weren't prepared for it when we have our eyes and ears open to what you are doing in our lives. God, and we thank you for an opportunity to ask for your forgiveness for those situations in the name of Jesus. We praise and exalt your name, oh God, for the yes that you say to our spirit, God. But when it is lined up with your word and you say, yes, my child, you can have it, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. We praise and magnify you, God, for healing the land. As we have so diligently prayed, Father God, that you would intercede and come in and stop this pandemic, stop the sicknesses from it in the mighty name of Jesus, stop the negative thinking and conversations that we hear going on about it. God, let us not dwell on it. Let us not focus on it, but put all of our attention on you in the name of Jesus, because that is what you are doing in the midst right now. God, you you want us to focus on you at all times, not when situation, not just when situations like this come up, God, but at all times. We are to set our affections on things above. At all times, we are to think on things that are pure and just and of any virtue and of any report, uh, anything praiseworthy, God, anything true. We are to focus on that, God. We're not just to wait to praise you, to seek your face, to pray when things are going wrong, God, but we are to pray without ceasing. We are to lift up our hands and honor you, God. We are to bow our heads and worship to you at all times, God. We are to thank you when things are going well and when things are not going well, God. You shouldn't have to shut us up, shut us up in our homes, Father God, to get our attention because you should have been able to get our attention when we see the, the grass and the trees and the flowers, God. You should be able to get our attention when we hear the birds and see the sunshine and the stars and the moons, Father God. You should have been able to get our attention when we learned that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, God. You should have been able to get our attention when you healed us of that last sickness, Father God, when you brought us out of that last situation and we said we was going to serve you, oh God. You should have had our attention, God, but we know this earth body, this sinful nature, this human that you put, this this shell of a body that you put us in, the, the one that caused sin to come into your earth, Father God, tries to keep our minds off of you, God, but we praise you that your word is our weapon. It always brings us back to you to say thank you, God. It always brings us back to say, praise your name. It always brings us back to say, Lord, we love you. Lord, forgive us. We thank you, God, that you didn't put a limit on how many times we can ask you to forgive us, God. We thank you, oh, God, that you didn't put a limit on how many times we can come at your feet and cast our cares on you, God. We thank you, Lord, that you didn't limit how much we can praise you, God. We thank you, Father God, for giving us more opportunities, for allowing us every day that you wake us up to say, Father, forgive us, that we can confess, that we can repent, that you've given us another opportunity, God. We thank you, Lord, 
And every time you wake us up, we can say, Lord, we love you. We can feel your arms around us, oh, God. We thank you, oh, God, for every time you allow us to open our mouths, oh, God. You give us a reason to praise you. You give us a reason to share your gospel with someone else, Father. We thank you, Lord. We love you. We adore you for it right now in Jesus' name. Father, we can't pray enough for the men and women who share your gospel that you have put to watch over our souls as pastors, prophets, uh, bishops, apostles, teachers, Father God. We can't pray for them enough that you continue to strengthen them, that you continue to uphold them in your righteous right hand. You continue to talk to them and walk with them and give them your reassurance that you have chosen them, reassuring them that you are using them in a mighty way to edify your body in Jesus' name. We thank you for healing their hurts. We thank you for meeting their needs. God, we thank you for showering down blessings that they don't have room enough to receive it, oh God. We thank you for a fresh anointing that when they open up their mouths, oh God, is what you want them to say, Father God. It's not what people want to hear, God, but what we need to hear so that we can be more like you, so that we can be corrected, so that we can turn around and do things the way that you want it done in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, oh God, for the essential workers, as the, the, the words that they're calling them now, God, who have to leave their houses every day to go care for the people who are in need, Father God, who can care for the people who are sick. Keep them from sin, sickness and disease, God. Keep them from lack. Keep them from being discouraged, downcast, depressed in the name of Jesus. Stabilize their minds with your word, oh God. Stabilize their hearts so they can continue to be sympathetic and compassionate to the people that they're working with and working for, oh God. We praise you, Father God, for those of us who have to be at home who are not able to work, God, that you keep your word in the forefront of our minds that we too don't get downcast, depressed, and sad, sin sick with the news going on around us, Father God. But we look to the hills from which cometh our help, knowing that our help comes from you who made heaven and earth, knowing that we can cry out and speak your word in the mountains that we see before us shall be removed in the name of Jesus, so that we know, Father God that you would never leave us nor forsake us in Jesus' name. So even though we may not be able to go out and do what we think we want to go out and do, God, and what we're used to going out and doing, God, but you are still right here. Father God, you told us, put your word on the doorpost, Father God. You told us bind it about our necks, oh God. You told us to keep it at the forefront of our minds. God, let us do that in the midst of this time right now, God. Let us not just cry out to you out of emotion, out of this worldly need that we see going on, God, but let us cry out to you. 
you because we want to spend eternity with you, because we want to have a relationship with you, oh God, because we want somebody else to know that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the light, because we want to speak up and go quickly as the women ran from the tomb to say that Jesus rose, God. That's what we want to do in the name of Jesus. We don't want to keep this word to ourselves, God. We don't want any rocks to cry out for us, God. We want to do it because we love you, God. We want to do it because you are a merciful God. We want to share your gospel because you are a forgiving God. We want to share your gospel because you are coming back for us, God, and we want as many people as possible to know you for themselves so they, too, can be caught up with you to meet you in the air, God, because you said in your word that after the dead in Christ shall rise, we who are still alive will be caught up to meet them in the air. God, we thank you, Lord, that your word is not going to ever lose its power, God. We see it manifesting itself in the land, Father God. Father, as I prayed yesterday, God, for those who are behind whatever research is going on concerning this situation in your land. God, open their minds to know what to do and how to do it, Father God. And if some reason that this is something that was man-made and released into the world to harm your people, God, you set your judgment in order in Jesus' name. Let, not let us do it, Father God. Lord, let us not forget the prisoners because you said when we visit them, that you will see it and bless us, God. So we pray for those who are in prison, who can't come out, not who can't receive visitors, Father God. Comfort them and keep them in a mighty way. Let your word be spoken into the hearts of them, Father God, so that they will accept you as their Lord and Savior, even behind bars in Jesus' name. Father, comfort those family members who are in the hospital, who may be taking their last breath and can't have anyone around them. God, let them know that you are still there, God. Comfort that family member who would like to be at that bedside during that last breath, God. Put your hands around them in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us be obedient, not just to the laws of this land, God, but most of all to your laws, to your word, to your will, to your way, God. Obedient to do what you want us to do, to pray, to seek your faith, to fast, to study, to meditate, to cry out to you in Jesus. Have your way in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. As we continue as your servants on this prayer line, Father God, as we continue as your servants in our household, God, use us mightily to continue the spread of your gospel in your son Jesus' mighty and matchless name. Hallelujah and amen. Bless your name. Well, God bless you. God bless you. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey, I am my brother's keeper. This is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, this morning we have Bishop Quentin on the line. Bishop, are you there? Yes, I am, Apostle. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. Let the Lord use you. Praise the Lord, saints. Uh, giving honor to Apostle Keith J. Brooks. 
the Almighty God and our First Lady, Ms. Brooks. And as we teach this morning, let our hearts be guided toward the anointing and the presence of the Lord that's available. We're just ending the Passover season. And as we are ending that, let it not be said that everything is just complete uh, concerning observation. Because it was not just an act. It was a sacrifice, a permanent sacrifice. Let us go to the throne of grace. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your word. Open up the eyes of our understanding so that we may see the truth and not only see it, begin to walk in it. Ears you hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Eyes you see what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Mind you line up with what the Word of God is saying. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, let's go to the book of Luke, uh, chapter 22, and we will be reading the actual service or communion or Passover. The disciples had just been told to go and prepare. And from that moment, uh, they were doing everything in faith because of the fact, although they had seen Jesus do certain things, he had told them each time uh, to step out in faith when he gave a direction. So we start at verse 14 of chapter 22, and it reads, When the hour had come, he and the twelve disciples with him sat down. And he said, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will never eat it again until it is fulfilled at the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In like manner, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But see, the hand of him who betrays me is with me at the table. Indeed, the Son of Man goes as he has been determined. But woe to the man by whom he is betrayed. They begin to inquire among themselves which of them it was who would do this. Now I'm going to stop right there. But as you see, the Lord's Supper is a time of remembrance of the Lord. Now, for the most part, people take it as just a, a, uh, just a ritual. They take it as a time of something to, to have on first Sunday or in certain denominations every Sunday or every Mass. But in certain situations, it's once a year. Sometimes it's every six months. But there's an area that we need to be mindful of, definitely mindful of. And that is the area, and we're talking faith here, 
the area of what the word says. He says this in verse 19 of Luke chapter 22. He said, then he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Now, I know some of you all don't have uh, a grape juice all the time. Some of you have wine. Some of you have water. Some of you have uh, um, the the uh, mineral juices or great, uh, the uh, cranberry juices. Some of you have that and you say, well, I don't have the grape juice and I don't have the cracker. Well, here is the thing. It's all by faith. And because it's by faith, God expects us to stand on the faith that he is the one that set the standard. Now, was that bread actually his uh, physical body at that time? No, it was bread. It was unleavened bread. Was the grape juice actually his, uh, his blood at that time? No. It was actually grape juice or wine at the time. So he said that it represents. It represents. Now, here's the blessing part of the whole thing, right where it says, do this in remembrance of me. If you're doing the communion, the Last Supper, in remembrance of the Lord Jesus Christ, you consecrate that in your home, and you go through that process. You say, uh, the, the, you ask for forgiveness, 1 John 1, 9, to clear, to clean you. And from that point on, then you, uh, you consecrate the elements. In other words, you bless the elements. You say as simple uh, terminology as Father God, I consecrate elements that they represent your body and your blood. Something simple as that. You don't have to do it in a big crowd. You don't have to do it in, in uh, 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 a huge situation. You don't have to have 19 songs or 20 songs. All you need is your heart turned correct? What did Paul say in the book of Romans and, and the, inspired by the Holy Ghost? He said, circumcision is of the heart and not just in the flesh. So if we're circumcised, if we are convinced and changed and the symbol is inside of our heart that Jesus is our Savior, we belong to God, then all of this time of what we do is of great importance, it's already done. So when he said what he said, going back up to 17, now if it sounded a little different, I was reading down in the ME version, the modern English version. He says, uh, in verse 17, it says, and take the cup, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you, I would not drink of the fruit and vine until the kingdom of God comes. Jesus had to be the sacrificial lamb. He had to be the sacrificial lamb. So what happened? We know the story, for those of us, when Jesus died on Thursday, he was buried on Thursday, and when he was buried, he went, uh, he went into the grave, 
And when he went into the grave, he, his body, his, his, his spirit descended down into paradise on the other side of uh, the gulf fixed, on the other side of hell. And he went down there and was being judged. And he was judged. Satan thought he had him. Satan thought he had him. And he thought, he said, I got you. Uh, uh, Jesus, you can't go anywhere. But what he didn't know, that on the third day that he would rise again, he didn't know that. It said in Colossians chapter 2, he said that Jesus spoiled principalities and made a show of them openly. In other words, he embarrassed Satan. He broke from the chains of death, hell, and the grave. He broke the chains of his imprisonment down there. Then he turned around, looked at Luke, uh, Satan himself, took the keys of death, then he released, as Ephesians says, he released the captivity that were captives that were captives in that point right there in paradise, took them, released them so that they could go up to heaven. And then he came back here on earth. And he came out, and as, as Mary Madeline saw him, he told, him, told her, don't touch me. Don't touch me, for I haven't ascended before my father. And from that point on, then he went on to the uh, up in heaven and came to the mercy seat and sacrificed himself. At that permanent time, at that moment, it was by faith that everything was being told. Because every time that we hear that story, every time we read it, it's by faith. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, I've been doing this all my life, and I haven't felt the change. It was just a ritual. But, uh, beloved, this is the time to step out, not more, not more of doubt and unbelief. This is the time to step out in more faith. For what is uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and it sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Because after he did that, and he came and showed up over 500 times here on this earth, he went back to heaven and sat down on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And everything that we do is not only by faith, it is faith, because he completes it and he produces it. So you say, well, Bishop, what are you talking about now that we're, we're doing the Lord's Supper? We've just completed Passover. Well, this is, uh, this is in the Jewish culture, they're finishing, they're counting, they're counting uh, the Omars right now. And you're saying, well, what is that? Don't worry about it. They're counting. And in the time here, we are ta- we're actually counting the days of the greatest celebration of Pentecost. Hello? So the day of Pentecost, he does what? Everybody knows that story. He does what? The Holy Ghost comes upon the people of God, the disciples, and Mary, and Madeline, all the 120, they were in the upper room. So at that time, they're waiting for the empowerment of the Holy Ghost right then and there. Because Jesus had just given them authority in his name, and now they will have him. Beloved, We step into that position. 
We step into that position of being born again, receiving, and then operating and participating in the communion, the Lord's Supper, the Passover, to remind us that Jesus is our sacrificial lamb. We step out by faith. Do we have to wait until we get to Judah's sanctuary of praise to have communion? No. Do we have to get to wait to get to Second Chance Christian Center? No. Do we have to wait till we get to the edifice? No. All you have to do is settle down within your spirit, get in your 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 kitchen, your living room, get the elements out, the bread, the water, the wine, the juice, whatever it takes, consecrate your elements, and as you consecrate you begin to stand on the word of God as it represents the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when you do that, remember Isaiah 53, 5, it says, and by his stripes he was despised and rejected of men. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and he, uh, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. So when you step out and take this, you receive the covering. You receive the blood, the blood that covered the wall that was on the doorpost. You're now covered by the blood. You're now cleansed by the blood. You're now filled by the blood. You're now anointed by the blood. The blood is on your tongue. The blood is in your mind. It's in your heart. He said he would write the laws upon your heart. The laws of what? The laws of love, that we walk in love because everything that Jesus did he did it by compassion so my beloved as you complete this day this time remember that during communion during Passover during the Lord's Supper that we stand in faith that he uh, we are to remind ourselves as we stand in faith and eat the the bread and drink the wine that is in remembrance of him and that covering completes a supernatural manifestation of of healing upon our bodies, of prosperity upon our minds and hands, of, of, of a full mind. Why? Because he said he'd give us a sound mind. We praise and thank you, Lord, for that anointing and praise and thank you for that word. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, beloved, listen, you know, I was asked that question not long ago. A uh, young man asked me the same question. Can I serve myself? And we gave the scenario. You was on an island by yourself, and you wanted the Lord's Supper. Hey, you anointed as the raw priests of God. You have that power to do it by faith. That's what the man of God is talking about. Hey, enough. this is what we need every day of our life. As often as you do this, do, do show forth the death of the Lord. Hey, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks till Thursday morning. I want you to tell a neighbor friend, get up, let's get on the prayer line. Let's talk to our God together in unity and the power of God will fall on our life. I believe the Pentecost is here. I feel the movement of God upon our life. Hey, I'm praying for you. Pray for me. Pray one for another. God bless you. I am my brother's keeper. I'm out. God bless. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.